Let's get it. Welcome to the Hampton Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Hampton. This is my co-host, Cooper Neal. What's up? What's up, Coop? How you doing, my guy? Oh, I'm doing great. Oh, I know you're doing <laughs> Surviving good. Surviving and thriving, Yeah, baby. you're doing a whole lot more than that. I'd love to hear it, man, but we have so very much to get into today, including going into our biggest takeaways from this week's NFL weekend. We're also going to go through the best of college football and that weekend. USC keeps looking more and more like a national champion. I can't wait to talk about that one. But first, we are going to predict win totals for every NBA team. Let's get this shit going. We're going to start at the top. Boston Celtics, they are the top of the Vegas Insiders NBA win totals. Their over-under is 53.5. And this is shocking because of the Ime Odoka situation. Missoula will be coaching them. Jason Tatum's still there. Everybody's still there. They just signed Blake Griffin. How you feeling about the Boston Celtics? Over or under 53 and a half wins? I got to go under. Um, I, don't, I don't know why, but like the Ime Odoka stuff and then uh, I feel like they've already had an injury or two. That's Robert Williams' injury is definitely one that this I'm looking at. This season, yeah. Uh, Danilo Gattinari was going to be a good depth big for them, which is a huge thing. That's why they signed Blake Griffin. Um but I just don't know what that team's going to look like yet. So I'm going to go under 53 and a half. So I'm going to go under as well. I think they still will win 50 ball games. Don't get me wrong. This will be a great, great team in the East. Um, Jason Tatum will be in the MVP conversation all year long. Jalen Brown, obviously, we saw what he did in the finals. He was the star of that team in the finals. JT will come back with vengeance and respond there. But Robert Williams, him missing time is big. Al Horford has another year of age he's going to be dealing with. Like you said, Gallinari Gallinari will be out with that injury. Um, Unfortunately, I'm going to go under. If I had to pick a win total, I'm going to go 50. What number? I think 50 is probably around where I'd go. I mean, obviously, that's not saying under by too much. But, Mm -hmm. like, last year, the best team in the Eastern Conference barely had 50 wins. Exactly. At the end of the day, that – the Eastern Conference we talk about so many times is so deep. Like, night in, night out. Yeah, you're you're playing a dog night in, night out. And when you come to the Western Conference, it's not a cakewalk either. Mm-hmm. So, like, the NBA is definitely – there's going to be a lot of great, intense basketball games, and I'm here for it. So Absolutely. Let's go to the bottom of the barrel. We're going to start at the top, go to the bottom. We're going to alternate until we get right smack in the middle and it gets into juicy argumentation. <laughs> San Antonio Spurs, 22 and a half wins. Greg Popovich, man, still putt-putting around over there in San Antonio. (laughs) Over under 22 and a half. I actually have to think about this. I never thought I'd say that with the Spurs, as good as they were for how long they were. Uh, 22 and a half, that's that's bottom of the barrel. I mean, what was the worst team last year? 20 and 62 for the Rockets, and then uh, 22 and 60 for the – so they're saying – honestly, I got to go under. Under 22 and a half – um, obviously, I'm writing all these down so that I can remember what tomfoolery I said uh, when we did this. But that again, I I put them at 15 in the West for right. a reason. Who the heck is scoring? Jakob Pertl's supposedly great defensively and rebounding all this stuff. He's not out there averaging 25. No, he's not. Kelton Johnson, I'm happy he just got extended, but he's also not averaging 25. Mm-hmm. You just traded the guy that was your whole team into Dejounte Murray. Is Devin Vassell supposedly supposed to average 25? I've been seeing his name and Keldon Johnson in, you know, potential breakout player realms. Like, can they break out and possibly not have an all-star caliber season, but just be a star? Do you th- do you have any hope in that 
Because when I look at this roster, I look everything around them. If he puts up 25 points, I'm looking at him like Colin Sexton, you know, a few years ago. I think there is no uh, shot for a breakout star on this team. No, and honestly, the person that I think can score and be efficient with it is the guy that I had as a dark horse for Rookie of the Year, Malachi Branham. Okay. Uh, I do think Devin Vassell, there's still a lot of untapped potential there because he's as young as he is. But I don't see it eclipsing more than like a Lonnie Walker. And I mean, that's not a knock on Lonnie Walker, and that's not a knock on Devin Vassell. They're both NBA basketball players. That's more than me and you, right? Yeah. So, like, I just don't see there being someone on this team other than maybe a Kelton Johnson. But Kelton Johnson is at best a, a four. Like, you don't want him being your number one option. You mm-hmm. want him being like your third, fourth, fifth best option. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be the number one option this year. Yeah. I, I see, unfortunately, as crazy as it sounds, under 22 and a half wins. I'm going to go 20. <laughs> Fair. 20 I'm feeling probably like, you know, even numbers. Right yeah, now. 50 even and numbers, 20. always. 20 for the San Antonio Spurs. Let's go back up to the top of the list. We have the Milwaukee Bucks at 52 and a half wins. This is a team coming off a world championship just two years ago. How do you feel about the Bucks? So they, had, they were 51 and 30 last year. Mm-hmm. So they're saying they <laughs> can only get one or one and a half – I'm going to go over. This is going to be the first over. Why are we agreeing so much? Uh-oh. This is getting Uh-oh. fishy. This is fishy. I know. It's like we talked about this before, but we didn't. Yeah. You said 52 and a half. Yeah, 52 and yeah, a half. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I think the Bucks can be the number one seed, barring injury. Um, they they should have probably been in the Western Conference Finals last year, but Chris Middleton's injury weighed a lot on this team. They didn't make a lot of changes. They mm-hmm. brought in most of the same people. Um and obviously Giannis is like a fine wine and keeps getting better with age. Mm-hmm. Um, I think moving body be, or moving on from the Burke Lopez era into the Bobby Portis starting center era, Being I think we'll go a long – Yeah, I think that'll go a long, long way. Um, I, I, I like the Bucks to be 50 – I think they can easily be 53 and 29. I'm going to take the over as well. I'm just going to go one step farther. I really think they can win 60 games this year. I, I – truly believe that I know how deep the East is I look at last year's playoffs man and if this team had Chris Middleton they would have wiped the floor with the Boston Celtics Boston was a great team they were a great team there they were not a champion and I feel like Giannis backpacking that team to a seven game series somehow against the team that eventually was in the finals speaks to his greatness and now having Chris Middleton there, I think they're a 60-win team, and I think that's the only reason they didn't win back-to-back championships last yeah, year. Yeah, and it took a, an incredible game from Grant Williams. Exactly. And he was non-existent the rest of the playoffs, no offense to Grant Williams. He had that incredible game where he made like seven threes uh, to beat the Bucs. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think the Bucs are going to be the best team in the league? Next year, 60 wins. I yes, mean, absolutely. Okay. I, I think they will be. I think Golden State's going to win the West, in my opinion, but – you know, when you look at, you know, guys that have won four or five championships now, they're not, you know. They coast. Draymond's going to take some nights yeah. off. Giannis, there's no off switch on this yeah, guy. No. And I think that he's going to use, you know, last year as revenge, and he's going to get him his guys ready to go night in, night out. And they have the horses to do so. I oh, think Drew so. Holiday, if he stay, stays healthy as well, I mean, that's a 61 team for my opinion. 1,000%. And I also uh, – the new foul rule with the take foul coming in, this is going to help Giannis. How, yeah, how the hell are you going to stop him? Exactly. Yeah. You can't stop him in Transition, open court now. Yeah. So it's he's going to get two two points regardless of what you try to do. And exactly. if you foul him, guess what? He get he might make one free throw at the free throw line, but he gets the ball right back. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think that's another team that will definitely benefit from that new take foul rule. I absolutely agree. Let's go back down. 
to the bottom of the bottom barrel. of the barrel. Houston Rockets team you just mentioned, they were the worst team in the entire NBA last year. Their over-under win total for this season is 23-and-a-half, over or under for the Houston Rockets. I'm going to go over on that one. Uh, I think this team gets a little bit better. Um, oh, now that I say that, I'm thinking about the Rockets team. I think this team does get a little better. Jabari Smith looked good in his uh, debut, he by did. the way. Thank you. Yes, Thank you, Jabari. Yeah. Thank you. He was our number one guy. <laughs> um, Thank God. Uh, Had us worried. He's going to play a big key into that. Um, but I, th- I think Jalen Green's jump will con- – they only need to get four more wins than they had last year. I think Jalen Green's jump can consist uh, contribute to that. I liked what I saw from a lot of their guys in the summer league because obviously this is a super young basketball team. And I like Steven Silas. And, you know, man, I, I, I'm, I'm cheering for I root for him. Exactly. So I think I can – I can force myself to root for 24 wins for this team. That's exactly. not hard to ask, yeah, right? exactly. Um, I like the Houston Rockets as well. I'm going to take the over on 23 and a half. I think, like you said, Jalen Green, it reminds me of Trey Young's rookie year. First half of his rookie year, he looked really, really rough. So did Jalen in the back half. I mean, he was competing for rookie of the year. Jalen didn't quite do that, but, I mean, he still he was, was, awesome. he was mentioned. He yeah. was mentioned, and he was absolutely incredible. So I'm taking the over on there. Josh Christopher taking another leap the way he looked in summer league. I think um, Tari Eason as well can uh, be, contribute. Yeah, yeah, contribute. And Jabari Smith is going to be in Rookie of the Year talks. Um, yeah. So, Shingoon as well. So, I, I'm happy for the Rockets. I think 23 and a half is a little low for them. I agree. Let's go to the Phoenix Suns. These were updated. We're recording this on October 4th. It will come out October 5th. These were updated on the 4th. And Vegas still has the over-under for Phoenix. I got the under. I don't even know what you're about to say. I don't even know what you're about to say. I didn't either. But 52 and a half? Under. Did they watch Media Day? Did they watch the 36ers game? Can we talk about that? The Suns lost to an Australian basketball team. That happened. I think I read something that they're the first team to lose to an ABA team in the preseason since the 2017 Thunder. And if I remember correctly, I I haven't looked to back this up, but I'm pretty sure the Thunder didn't play a single soul in that game. They played starters in that game and lost. But Chris Paul didn't learn anything, Cooper. He didn't learn anything by getting his ass beat by 50 on his home floor. Yeah. It, for those of you out there watching, if you didn't hear what I said, I said under before he ever said the win total. Exactly so they're going to – I am very low on this team. Obviously, this is a team that had 64 wins last year. 52 and a half is too high. <laughs> like So – you think that the Phoenix Suns are going to be a play-in team, correct? Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, I, I think if I remember correctly, I had them as my eight seed. Um, but I, I just feel like there's so many things going poorly for that franchise right now, uh, on and off the court. Obviously, it's a preseason game, but, you know, we love to overreact. That's what we're here yeah. for. That is what we're here for. And, and, and we were saying that before they lost that exactly. game. Exactly. We, we had seen media day. DeAndre Ayton was extremely upset. He got asked about his $100 million deal. I'm happy. That I'm, was I'm it. cool. Chris Paul said he didn't learn anything from last year. Monty Williams hadn't Hasn't talk, talked to anybody. Hadn't talked to anybody all offseason. Devin Booker's the only normal one there. <laughs> and Jay Crowder hasn't shown up. And, and Jay Crowder didn't even show up to training camp. And he lost JaVale McGee. You, like, there's just... Yeah, you lost JaVale McGee. It's just... Phoenix, I would be shocked if they're a top four seed this year. And the fact that their window, on top of that, the owner stuff all offseason was echoing throughout that franchise. Who's going to own that franchise now? I just see the Suns not being a top four seed at all. I agree. I agree. I think there's too many good teams in the West for them to have have all this outside noise going on. 
Because you know Goodwill is going to contribute. I mean, the Sarver mess, I totally forgot about that until you just said it, but mm-hmm. that's been a debacle, and that's got a dark cloud over them. And then you go in a little bit uh, underneath that, and you got the coaching not talking to anybody. You got DeAndre Ayton quit on his team, and everybody remembers that. I know everybody will mm-hmm. remember that. Absolutely. Um, it's just – Ah, there's so many things going on. Exactly. Quitting on your team was bigger than one game, man. Yeah. And that has that's going to last throughout the year and probably echo throughout his career like it did for Scottie Pippen, in my opinion. Dang. Um, yeah. But when I look at the Suns, Warriors above them. Yeah. Clippers above them. Yeah. Grizz. Nuggets above them. Grizzlies above them. Dallas just beat them last year. I have the Dallas Mavericks in, above them. Yeah, I'd even maybe put the T Wolves above them. Yeah, Pelic- was, did you say Pelicans? Mm-mm, but <laughs> I, I put the Pelicans. Maybe above they're not them. a playing the team, Jack. Maybe yeah. maybe they're out of the playoffs. <laughs> no, I won't I'm go that far that yet. Far, but yeah. I won't go that far yet. I could see all these teams beating uh, the Phoenix Suns, and this is just insanity that they're coming off a 61 team. They have the same n- nucleus, but it's it's different. Yeah, and shout out Saucy Santi. We'll hit on him a lot tomorrow, but yeah. you remember when he yacked on DeAndre Ayton? Oh, yeah, I remember that. That was the when beginning the of the Suns? end. Yeah, yeah, beginning of the end. Yeah, that was yeah. beating the Suns without our top six players, Jack. Yeah, without John Morant, without Dylan Brooks, without Desmond Bain. And Jaron Jackson oh. and Steven Adams and, if I remember correctly, either DeAnthony Melton or Tyus Jones. I remember we literally played our G League team and we beat them, yeah. like handily. Shout yeah. out Saucy Santi. It is. Shout out Santi Aldama. Shout out Santi. We'll hit you tomorrow, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Indiana Pacers, man. They're the same over under as the Houston Rockets at 23 and a half. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm going to take the under. Um, I'm surprised. I do love Don't Tyrese, wait. and this is not a knock on him, but like. I was reading earlier. Er, you can knock him. It's okay. No, no, no. I was reading earlier Join in the, the week that. Russell Westbrook and their two first picks for Miles Turner and Buddy Hill, and I hate to break it to you, Miles Turner is the only reason that team's defensive numbers look anywhere near what they look like. Mm-hmm. Um, you take him out of the nucleus. Obviously, I love Jalen Smith, so I love that for him. But you're bringing in Russell Westbrook, who's not going to contribute to basketball. Yeah, I I just think the Pacers are in this rebuild for the long haul. Yeah, uh, and I mean, I'm literally looking at last year's stat or last year's standings just to have a little. Breather and they were twenty five and fifty seven. Um, yeah. I, I, I got under. I got under as well. Um, <sighs> we're, we got to stop agreeing. This is getting scary. I, I know this is getting scary, but yeah, for all the reasons you named, I'm not as high on Halliburton as you are. But I just see no direction with this team. I agree. None at all. The Rick Carlisle hire makes no sense to me. No. You're just on your hands and knees hoping that Benedict Matherin can be an all star someday because I don't think Tyrese can, unfortunately. Agree to disagree. We, we've had this spiel. If you want to hear that spiel, you can go back. <laughs> we'll plug some other one of our conversations where I beat Jack twice in arguments. Uh, Shout out Colin you, Sexton. You beat me one time. Uh-uh. It was the Jordan Clarkson and Colin Sexton. And the Jordan Clarkson, Brandon Clark. The, uh, the Tyrese Halliburton, I, th- I stand I, by it. And I agree, But see, I agree with you as far as like I think the Suns did – or not the Suns, the Kings did win that trade because I think they got an all-star caliber type player and they're in – they're in this small window of we can potentially win some games and get into the playoffs. Indiana's not. Yeah. Like, that's why I think Miles Turner sh- – Miles Turner was going to get shipped last year, but he got hurt. But, like, if Tyrese – I think asking from a guy that's been hyped up as much as he has, just asking for 19 and 10 or 20 and 10. And I think he can a, do that. Out of a fourth-year guy, I think he can too. But if he can't on this team – 
I'm be a lot more admin at the end of the year. I'm gonna get a really, really loud at the uh, end of the year. Oh, I know you will. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. <laughs> what happens if he gets hurt at game like okay, game five? If the guy gets hurt, I'm not gonna be sure. What if his him. averages are like 35 and 15 after five games, and then he gets I'm hurt? I'm gonna get really quiet. I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna get really quiet. We we will always too. be the first to fall on our swords. Exactly. Shout out Arkansas. Let's. <laughs> I'll Shout make, out Stetson Bennett, man. I'll make fun of myself all day. Oh, oh dude. I forgot about the Stetson Bennett. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there watching that Missouri game and absolutely We'll disgrace. get there. We'll get there. And then I flipped to the USC game. Okay. We'll get there. We'll also get there. Uh, the national champions with Georgia. No. What? The LA Clippers, 52 and a half for their win total. Same as the Phoenix Suns. I'll start off this one, man. I'm taking – if they stay healthy – that's the biggest if in the entire NBA, if the Clippers can stay healthy. I'm taking the slight over. I say like 54 wins for the Clippers. Uh, Tyron Lue being possibly the coach of the year. Kawhi Leonard back in the kind of shape he's in. Paul, Paul George back. Adding John Wall. Sniper and Lou Kennard. Bro. Norman Powell coming off the bench. Rocco. Yeah, Rocco is deep. They deep over there. Uh, you, come on, say your favorite player on that team. I don't have a favorite player. Amir Coffee, baby. You love Amir Coffee. And they got that dude from uh, Kentucky. It's Wasn't a good it thing Jay Scrubs off there now. <laughs> Shout out Who, Jay Scrubs. Who's, who's the dude that killed the Grizzlies in the uh, summer league? BJ Boston. Yeah, BJ Boston. Dude, he looked freaky. Yeah. That's they literally Terrence have man, wings for days. Like yeah. Third year now. Yeah. yeah. Zubach. They resigned him. Shout out the Cliffs, man. I'm scared. Fun. We're seven seven teams in this, and we've agreed on every one of them. I got the over. All right, solid. Let's let's find it. Let's, yeah, let's find one to disagree on. Oklahoma City, twenty three and a half. Oh jeez. <laughs> what were they last year? I'm I'm honestly I'm tempted to take the under because of SGA missing the start of the season because of Chet Holmgren missing the entirety of the season. I think Josh Giddy has some exciting moments this year. I think twenty five wins. I'm taking the over. They were twenty four and fifty eight. You took the over. Yeah. Dang, I got the over. I just, I see them being bad, but I don't see them being worse than last year. If I'm being honest, I think they all, like you just said, I think Josh Giddy's gonna have his moments. Ludor just got re-signed. Even if Shea's not out, I I love some of their players that they, some of the young guys. What don't they have Trey Man? The sake. Okay, finish your spiel on the Thunder because I got something else. To say. I just, they just have a lot of young guys, so the only way for them to go is up. So I, that's they, how if they I got twenty four fifty eight last year, I think they can easily get twenty four fifty eight again. Turning into trip dub Giddy this year, I want to see it. Little Trey Man, thirty piece action. Can he just take over Russell Westbrook's triple double crown so that people will forget it's Russell Westbrook? Is that outrageous? We need to argue about Russell Westbrook. Right? I love Russell Westbrook. Okay, good. I love Russ. Honestly, I really want the trade to go through so he gets bought out and could just go play on any team because I want to see Russ succeed. I had somebody ask me in my comments the other day. I thought it was a really interesting question. Um, it, and it's actually a very big possibility as I drop my fucking pencil. Um, do you think Russell Westbrook will be out of the league after this year? Who? I'm going to say no, and the reason I'm going to say no is because I don't think he can have as bad of a year as he had last year. Mm-hmm. I think there really is only one way to go after that. This dude, let's not forget, this dude was an MVP. This dude broke the triple-double record. Mm-hmm. He's not a bad basketball player. 
Do I think he's going to have to find a new way to play because I think age is starting to catch up with him? Because I think people do forget he is in his 30s now. Mm-hmm. And obviously, when you play like that, ask Derrick Rose. He's had to change his parameters now. He, he's scoring from the outside a little bit. He's going to have to change how he plays a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was always one of those things that everybody was worried about with John Wall. How, what's he going to look like when he actually stops 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 being able to run like that? Exactly. Like what happens? John Wall's found a way, I think, to play around that. Obviously, he went to a really good team that mm-hmm. needed a guy like him uh, to kind of play over Reggie Jackson. But like, he's going to have to find a new way to do it. I do not think he's out of the league because I think he's a good basketball player and I think he can stay in the league. I think I don't think he is either, but I think there is a real possibility that there is. You look at Carmelo Anthony infamously saying in Oklahoma City, you know, I I deserve to start on this team, and he was all up in arms about that. In my opinion, if Carmelo Anthony can be out of the league, Russell Westbrook can be too. It may just be a brief period, but Carmelo had to humble himself, come back in as a six-man mindset. Killed as a for the heater off, yeah, yep. as a heater off the bench. He revitalized his career, was able to get back in the league. I think Russ can do the same, but it wouldn't surprise me if he was out of the league, you know, just for a year's time. Here's my, here's my final statement on my argument. Here's the final statement to the to the jury. If DeAndre Jordan can keep a job in this league, Russell Westbrook can keep a job in this league. That's a valid point. Valid. valid. How is he still in the league? I have no idea. Why do people keep paying? I think him? he's a nice guy. I would hope because he's garbage at basketball now. <laughs> he is. Bad. Like he's waste a seven foot right now. He is bad. Let's get into another one. I know we're gonna disagree when this is why I was uh, smirking to myself earlier. Uh oh. I, I was honestly shocked. It's taken us this long to get to this horrible, abysmal team. The Utah Jazz somehow have the fifth worst odds as instead of the last worth, uh, worst odds. Utah Jazz, 24.5 win total. Over or under? Over. <laughs> you have I, I, knew, I knew what you were going to say, but I just like – You didn't think it would it be just, a no hezzy? Yeah, it's just so laughable. Like how? How is this gonna team going to win more games than Jalen Green and the Houston Rockets? I, th- I had Jalen Green and the Houston Rockets getting over. I know, but I'm talking about according to this. Like, the Jazz are not winning more than 24 and a half games. I think you, you also got to take into consideration what's on paper right now for the Jazz. Obviously, you and I both agree that we think the people like Conley, Clarkson, Rudy Gay. I think they're going to get moved I think for they're all gonna get players. Moved. Yeah. And so, like, obviously, this can only take into account what's on paper right now. And I think, say, they don't find a trade. Because, obviously, Mike Conley's contract's big. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to be hard to move that. Yeah. Um, you have a starting lineup of Mike Conley, Colin Sexton, Laurie Markkinen, uh, Jared Vanderbilt, and I guess, I don't know who's starting. Walker, I don't know who's starting in the I big. I just threw up in my mouth. Or, oh, they're starting Kelly Olenek at the center. Still. That team's going to win 25 games. I just don't believe that. Mike Conley looked terrible last year. Colin Sexton's coming off a major injury. Lowry Markkinen's never on the floor. And Kelly Olenek is whatever. I just I just think that team can win 25 more games. Or 25 games. Okay. I just think it's possible. Okay. And obviously that's a really low bar because 25 it is, is, a is low 25 bar. and 57. So you're, <laughs> you're know, losing. It's a low bar. But I I think this the team as constructed, I, I'm dead serious. I have a hard time seeing them winning 15 games. They're that bad. I mean, we're talking about probably one of the all-time worst rosters in the history of the NBA. All right. I'm going to be watching. As soon as, I want you to know this. Like, hear me now. 
as soon as they get 15 wins, I will be unloading texts. I can't wait to see that text in April. <laughs> you can't wait to see that text next year when it carries over, yeah. when they finally get it. <laughs> no, the, the final week of the season. Or <laughs> I'm going to laugh when they get 15 wins like before Christmas. There's no shot in hell they win 15 games before Christmas. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. They won't. They won't. There's no, shot. There's no way. They won't win 15 games. Who's, the, who's their coach again? Uh, Will Hardy. Yeah, exactly. Isn't that his name from the yeah. Celtics? From the Celtics yeah. yeah. He's going to be coach of the year. Yeah, I think Danny Ainge took a 12 gauge and said, You better take this job. <laughs> I, think that's, I don't know who the hell would take that job. For I would take it. Yeah. I would take it in a heartbeat. Okay. Let's move to some uh, good teams. Yeah, great, you did great back first back bad teams. I know, because I, I was giggling to myself. I had to get you were too that. excited to hear me say the over. So you said the under? So that's the only, <laughs> yeah, I that's said the, the under. Only one, that's the only one we're different on? Oh, uh, yeah, so far. I'm going to start that one. Okay, do it. When I'm right. Golden State Warriors, they're uh, fifth. 51 and a half for their one total. Uh, you know, I got them uh, going back to back. So yeah, I got the, the over. over. Yeah, I'll I got the over. over. Let's let's keep it moving then. <laughs> yeah, we don't have fans. to talk about that one. Yeah. That's easy. Um, Magic, 26 and a half. This one's actually really interesting to me. 26 and 26 a half. 26 they last year? They do have some serious injuries now. And they have serious talent, but I... I Jonathan I'm, Isaac, when's he coming back? He's. I think he's going to play. I don't think he starts this mm-hmm. season. I think it's probably going to be something like Jaron. But, I mean, Marco he's been out of the league for two years. He's, he's not going to play for a little bit because yeah. he just had an injury. Um, I got the under. It was good seeing them in preseason. They started Paulo Bancaro alongside like Bull Bull, and I Dude. think it was like uh, Wendell Carter Jr. So they had three seven footers. Paulo got his welcome to the league. Yeah, he did. Josh sauced him a few times. Yeah, he did. He, he spread the court on him. But yeah, Orlando. I could see honestly. I'm going to take the over on twenty six and a half. You got the, the under. under. They were twenty two and sixty last year. Getting five more wins, I feel like probably going to be really difficult in this think, Western Conference. I think Paulo's worth that though. I think he's worth five more wins. Do you? I think the team that they can consistently beat is the Pacers and maybe the Wizards. I think, and maybe the Hornets and the Knicks, they can go back and forth with them, but every other team, I think, thumps them in the way. And just, and that's just the East. I agree. So I got under 26. So I don't we're think they're going to be beating too. anybody. I just think it's, it'll probably be 27. It's funny. It's funny to think that the only ones we're disagreeing on are the rat teams. <laughs> yeah, it is. We'll continue. Uh, Philadelphia 76ers. I almost said the Eagles. Cause not, the, not the 36ers? They're the undefeated, only undefeated team left in the NFL. Shout out, you Eagles fans. Um, Shout out, Jalen You're Hurts. just going to run away with the NFC East. Uh, there's really no other competition in that division, and I can't wait to see you guys win it. Y'all were my Super Bowl pick, so I'm not going to argue that just yet. We'll get to NFL later. Titans um, looking like they could come back and win that division. Stop. That they're uh, Stop looking it. at as well. Stop Even it. with Ryan Tannehill. Stop it. Um, the Philadelphia 76ers, 50 and a half for the win total. What are you taking? Um, I'm leaning. Yeah, I'm going to take the over. They were 51 last year, and I think they had a worse team last year. Uh, I like the uh, moves they made this offseason, and I think James Harden – Despite what we think about him, I, th- I think he's going to have a good year. Look, when I when I think of James Harden, you know how much uh, disgruntled hatred I had for him, forcing his way out of Houston, forcing his way out of Brooklyn, loafing there. Um, 
the fact that everyone's freaking out about all this weight he lost in the offseason, I have not. He looks the exact same to me. He looks like he's been, you know. Eating um, them biscuits? Yeah, and going to the strip clubs <laughs> until 4 o'clock in the morning again. Seven. But he did take a pay cut. That's where I give him credit, man. The P.J. Tucker, D'Anthony Melton thing, that's elite for the 76ers. Joel is going to be in MVP talks all year. So, yes, I have the over as well. Yeah, all they have to do is match last year's record at fifty-one and thirty-one, and they they got that over. So that's I think, pretty easy. I think one. they have it. Um, the bright future Detroit Pistons, twenty-nine and a half wins. I You're joking, right? I know that's low. I know 20, 29 and a half. The Kings are above them. The Hornets are above them. The Wizards are above them. Twenty-nine and a half. Twenty-nine and a half wins for the Dude, Detroit Pistons. They'll have twenty-nine and a half within the first forty-five games of the year. <laughs> Whoa! So they're going thirty, 30 and 15, fifteen, baby. No, I'm playing. I was gonna I'm say, playing. I was like, they're gonna have ballsy. They're gonna have thirty wins, dude. This team last year had twenty three, and that was with Cade not playing very well half the year. Yeah, that team, that's easy. And they just had uh, Bogdanovich, right? Boyan? Yeah, they did just add Boyan. Boyan, I like their starting lineup, dude. Cade, Jay Nivey, Sadiq Bay, Boyan Bogdanovich, and either Isaiah Stewart or Jalen Duran. Yeah, that's that's and nice. One of them coming off the bench, I yeah. like it, man. And Nerlens Noel is another big. Exactly. <laughs> that's that seems fun. We're both taking the over on that yeah, one. That one's easy. Um, this low. one it has everyone loves betting on the Brooklyn Nets, and it just makes no damn sense to me. Fifty and a half, same as the Seventy Sixers. Uh, I'm sl- just to be clear, I'm slamming the under on this. In no world to me can Ben Simmons, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, three guys who have been disgruntled in the past year, coexist on a team. In no world can I see Steve Nash walking into the locker room acting like nothing happened, that Kevin Durant didn't call for his job. And honestly, I don't see T.J. Warren staying healthy. I don't see Royce O'Neal moving any type of needle, especially with Bruce Brown gone. I don't think Joe Harris can stay healthy uh, either. So, Who the hell are they going to defend interiorly? Who's going to... Their teams are going to average 120 against this team. Yeah. 50 and a half is a funky number. Um, Take the over. Do it. Do it. I was trying to talk myself into it. Um, Do it. I just can't. And I'm going to be a little different than you. Kevin Durant's been injured all, every year since then. Kyrie's going to find a way to miss games because he's going to believe in some new conspiracy theory. I think Ben Simmons is too much in his head right now. Ben Simmons is afraid of basketball. No, ever I, since I, that Jenner thing, I happened. think listening to him on JJ, like he's like, like mental health issues are absolutely real. But I think he has the revenge factor way too much on his mind. And when you do that, you put this inordinate amount of pressure on you. And if you struggle with mental health, that's just not even. Yeah, that's unhealthy. That, putting pressure on yourself is not going to help that. I gotta go the under as well. I was I was trying to talk myself into the over, but that's getting seven more wins than they had last year, and I just don't see it. I don't know. Not in this Eastern Conference. Sacramento Kings, man, thirty three and a half the win total. That is a very good number by Vegas. Thirty three and a half. I had the Kings as my tenth, which I'm gonna assume you're gonna have to win more than thirty three games to get into the play in. I had them as a yeah, we were one off on each other. We flipped Portland and okay, uh, yeah, yeah. Sacramento. I, I I'm a, you said thirty three. Yeah, I think they land on thirty three. In my opinion, I'm gonna take the under. I'm, I got the over on that one. I just think Sacramento, the culture there, they're gonna find a way to f this up. They're gonna be in contention for that last playing spot. They'll find. They'll a screw way. it. I still think to be in contention for that last playing spot, you're gonna have to have more than thirty three wins. Yeah. So that's why I'm gonna go over. Mm-hmm. Um. 
49 and a half Denver Nuggets, a team you and I strongly disagree on. I think this is a top three team in the Western Conference with MPJ, Jamal Murray back. Nikola Jokic by himself carried this team to 48 wins. You add one and a half to that. I'm slamming the over. I'm slamming the over. Okay. I like that. Good. Glad we agree. Washington Wizards. This is a team Under. I keep hearing people being high on, and I just have no idea why. Bradley Beal is coming off a career-low season. Yes, he was an All-NBA player just two years ago, but that injury really affected him. And now he's going to have to find a way to play with Chris Stapp's Porzingis, which is not going to matter because KP's not going to be on the floor. KCP's gone. You replace that with Will Barton, whatever. Um, I'm not a Hachimura guy either. I'm, I'm shout not, out Will Barton though; he's from Memphis. Yeah, shout out, shout out Will Barton. Or he, he played at Memphis. I don't know if he's from. He's Memphis. no KCP. Kyle Kuzma, okay. Uh, Thirty-five and a half wins. Uh, I already said the under. I didn't even need to hear what you were saying. Yeah, I don't blame the, dude, I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to slander a guy before he's played in the league. Who's the dude they took again? No, no, no. Johnny help Davis. Johnny Davis. My God, somebody help him. Yeah. That is the most broke shot I think I've ever seen in my life. Every time I like. Want to go watch the Wizards highlights because I'm like I'm I'm gonna watch the Wizards highlights. I want to see what Johnny Davis did. You're, and then I look you're at the in box. a better mood than I am. Well, no, and then I look at the box score and he's 0 for 20, and I'm like, mm. all right, never mind. I don't want to watch Johnny Davis because I was waiting to he see did a him. Good job for Taco Bell though. Yeah, Taco Bell commercial was awesome, yeah, but like he had a Taco Bell commercial before they actually saw him play basketball, and it was wrong decision. I just don't understand why they chose him. Should have chose chose Keegan Murray or somebody who's or like Apollo actually good or Jabari but like, or. They they literally drafted him, and half, half of the uh, Wizards fans and half the league was like, Johnny Davis is this uh, eventual Bradley Beal successor. Dude, Bro, he has to make a shot. Did you not ever hear that? I did hear that. Okay. I forgot about that. You forgot that. about that? Dude, wild. What He hasn't hell? made a shot, dude. That's like us saying Zaire Williams is the eventual John Morant. Like, no, Zaire's he's the eventual be, Dylan successor. Yeah, let's be honest. He's going to be like a role player in this league because he was a 10th pick just like Johnny Davis was. Yeah. You don't look at 10th picks like, this is going to change our franchise. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. No. It's not how you look at them. Sorry, I'm doing this on the spot because I just have to. Yeah, we're slamming the under on the Wizards. I'm man. slamming the under hard. Um, oh, do they Anybody know that trades KCP, I'm slamming the under. <laughs> I just, dude, I just remember Summer League. I was sitting there waiting for him to have a good game, and I was like, Yikes. Where is it? He's just not. I, obviously, I didn't watch much of him at uh, Wisconsin, but I heard he, he was a bucket, so yeah, I was kind of waiting to see him be Wisconsin a bucket. Wisconsin basketball. I haven't watched Wisconsin basketball since Frank Kaminsky third and LOL. Sam Decker. LOL. You remember them? I, for I remember, the culture? I remember both of them. Wasn't Decker a lefty? Uh, No. He was just a extremely uh, pale white man. He wasn't left? I thought he shot left handed. Uh, I feel I like you should know this out of anybody. I don't think he. I don't think he shot left. I'd remember that. Let's get our Memphis Grizzlies. Forty-eight and a half wins over. over. All right, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Back to the Charlotte Hornets. Thanks, appreciate it. Charlotte Hornets, 36 and a half wins. This is a team that lost Miles Bridges on no fault of their own, but on the fault of Miles Bridges being a complete and utter dumbass. Yeah. 36 and a half. They wanted to get a possible DeAndre Ayton signing, did not happen. Miles Turner trade did not happen. LaMelo Ball is going to be on his own. I think he takes a third year leap. I don't think it's enough to have 36 and a half wins. They had one of the worst offseasons in the entire NBA. I, I agree. Uh, I do like the uh, center they got out of Duke. Um, blanking on his name right now. Sorry, Mark Williams. Mark Williams, thank yeah. you. I do like him. Uh, the Clifford hiring was an interesting one for me. He'll try uh, to squeeze some wins out of it. I don't I, think it's enough for 36 and a half. Though, I, clear. I, 
I tend to disagree with you, and I'm going to disagree here. They were 43 last year, um, and that was with losing their boy uh, Gordon Hayward. So they're his, gonna lose him again. Obviously, they will. Because um, shout out Gordon Hayward, you cannot stay healthy. But I think with you signed a guy that gets wins. That's why I thought this was a weird signing. I thought they were going to go with D'Antoni and get the offensive guru or get the guy uh, uh, who was the Nets head coach. For oh, uh, Kenny Atkinson. Kenny Atkinson. I, I thought you were going to go get offensive guys or just culture guys, and you didn't. Uh, and I thought Steve Clifford can't do that. I, I just don't see that. Um, but I think Steve Clifford's probably going to have this team being pretty competitive because he likes veterans. Mm-hmm. So – that's that's that was my other fault with his is that you have such a young team. Why are you getting a veteran type head coach? They just want to squeeze wins out of that roster. I don't know if you can. Terry yeah. Rozier, yeah. Dude, you he's love Terry Rozier. He saved your fantasy basketball team last year. What you mean? No, him and two K. Yeah, you, you you love a lot of people because of two K. Dallas Mavericks forty eight and a half, same as the Grizzlies win total. Disrespectful. Uh, I see. I was a lot higher on the Mavs than you were. Because I think we, our Nuggets – no. Who's yeah, well, The thing is, like, losing Jalen Brunson is real. That's 20 points a game. Yeah. And getting Christian Wood does not replace that. Christian Wood is not carrying any team to the playoffs if Luka goes down. Jalen Brunson is able to do that. Christian Wood cannot. Yes. Javel McGee. But, great, but Spencer Dinwiddie did carry the Nets a few years ago in the playoffs. Okay, but like, I know, I know, was, I know. He I know, disappeared I know. in the playoffs. I know. They were fifty two and thirty last year. I'm not saying they're fifty two and thirty this year. I think Jalen Brunson's more worth more than three and a half games. Do you? I just do, yeah. So you got the under? Yeah. What's crazy is I think forty eight wins forty eight and thirty four is probably like a that perfect spot right. for this team. That sounds right. Which means I'm taking the under. But I have Luca as my MVP. So I'm still taking the under. I think forty eight and thirty four is probably where this team's gonna yeah, land. I'm leaning towards that too. I'm leaning towards that, too. New York Knicks, Jalen Brunson, guy we are just talking about. Um, hopefully he can unlock a little bit of R.J. Barrett's uh, fourth-year leap. 38-and-a-half uh, over the Knicks. You and I agree as well. What the hell is today, man? Yeah, dude, we've only disagreed on four. Well, I can't our- wait for the college football segment because I'm going to be at your fucking neck. Whoa, jeez. We've only disagreed on crap teams, too. <laughs> Honestly, we're probably not even going to disagree. No, we won't disagree, except for on USC, because, my God, you're still hot on them, and they gave up 25 points to Arizona State and Emory Jones. A win is a win. I'll tell you what, Florida fans miss Emory Jones right now. Uh, I'd probably disagree with that. Okay. AR-15, at least. God damn. Tennessee makes everybody look like an all was Yeah, I was about to say, we're the only game I really – that in Utah, which is still an outlier. I was about to say, turn on some Kentucky film, some South Florida film. Yeah, Kentucky didn't even deserve to win that game, but he threw it right to the ground and right to the Kentucky corners. Yeah. If we continue. Let's get into the uh, Portland Trailblazers at 39 and a half wins. I'm going to take the over just barely. I say that they can get 40 to 41. I think Dame is worth that. Anthony Simons, um, I think he can have a great year in his new contract. It's going to be similar to Dame and CJ. They're not going to be a better tandem than those two. It is still a small backcourt. I don't think Jeremy Grant moves the needle. This team's a playing team, in my opinion, and I think you need 40 wins to be a playing team, and I think the Trailblazers do so. 
Uh, I got the under. Why? Because I do. I, I honestly, uh, I had them at eleven. I think them and the Kings compete uh, all year for that final playing spot. I agree with that. Um, I just trust Damian Lillard more than I trust Damian. And that's Fox. the thing. I trust Dame, but I'm worried that it might not be the same Dame. Like I'm, I'm trying to like be as pessimistic as I can so that I can be wildly impressed and wildly like enthusiastic about it when he's good. But I just don't want to be like, oh, Damian Lillard's gonna come back and be the same Dame. Like it's gonna be Dame time. Yeah. But like. Because I don't want to be disappointed. I'd rather be excited and encouraged rather than disappointed. So I'm going to go under. I think they're probably going to be around the 38 win, which puts them at 38 and 44, which I think is still not a bad year. Um, but I think them and the Kings are going to be neck and neck, and I think the Kings edge them out just because I don't know why yet. I'm, I'm, I'm talking myself into it. But I'm honestly doing it more because I want to see the Kings in the 10th spot just so they can finally break the playoff streak. But yeah. I'm just worried that uh, as – the statement always goes that they've missed Dames. They've missed his spot. The Miami Heat, 48 and Under. a half. I am taking the over. I think Jimmy Butler performs and actually, because damn, that's close to 50 wins. You know what? Yeah, I'm taking the under as well. Yeah. No. I'm taking the under. I, I, was, I was Losing waiting Losing P.J. Them. Tucker's big. That's, that's four games difference. Uh well no it'd be four they have a four game window to get the over I think Kyle Lowry with another year under his belt by the way shout out Tyler Hero that boy got yeah, paid got paid that boy got paid where to get your he bag it. you need to be in the starting lineup um, yeah I just think they lost too much and they didn't go get anything I completely agree with you there and how deep the Eastern Conference is you I need mean, to get better yeah you you look at teams like the Cleveland Cavaliers Boston Celtics Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> I just don't see them finishing ahead of any of those teams. Let's get into the Chicago Bulls. This was a team, to me, this is the most shocking win total on this list. I get it because of the recent Lonzo Ball uh, news. He's going to miss most of the season with a knee injury. Chicago Bulls win total is a losing record, 41 and a half. Ooh. Uh, I am I, I like slamming the over. the over. Yeah, I like the over a lot. I love the drumming pickup. Um DeMar DeRozan. I think he gets figured out. He's not going to have, you know. He's not going to be that good next year. He's not going to be that good. I think Zach Levine's going to be fully healthy, and he's going to make a big, big difference. Agreed. And I think I would assume it takes another jump. He, he played really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Caruso coming back is going to help them a lot. Yeah. Caruso being, like, sliding in for Lonzo Ball at point guard. That's perfect. Yes. Yeah, and I think Patrick Williams coming back from injury yeah, is going to help them. he can be better. This team was Dale ravaged. Terry looked good yeah. in the summer league, man. And this team was ravaged by injury and still managed to be 46 and 36. Yeah. So, 41 and a half is kind of a slap in the face, and I got the over all day. Same here. Um, let's get into the Minnesota Timberwolves. 48 and a half regular season wins. 48 and a half? I know. Isn't that high as shit? I, I know that I as a Grizzly, like I know this team's gonna be a great regular season team. I'm not ready to say they're gonna win 49-50 ball games, though. I think 48's the, the number for them. They were 46-36 and 36 last year. You lost Pat Bev, Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, Beasley. Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Sorry, that's just funny I to know, say Just that fit is uh, questionable to me. I think that 48 wins sounds right, though. It does. So I, I'm going to plug the under solely on that. I'll take the over. I think they can get 49. I think Rudy Gobert's a great regular season player, man. And they get bounced first round of the playoffs. Like, Stop it. I'm being dead serious. I think the regular season, they're going to be a good team, man. 49 wins. 
All right. I mean, I, I I'm serious. I think I had them at like five or six. I think I had them at five. They were right below the Grizzlies. Yeah, I had a top five seed. Yeah, they were in the top five seed for me too. Uh, yeah, forty nine wins. Uh, yeah, forty nine wins makes sense, but I, I'm gonna stick with forty eight. <laughs> Passionate out about one win here. Yeah, we really are, just because I think it's funny. Headed to Pelicans forty four and a half. Man, we're in the final Over. five teams. Forty four and a half. Yeah, forty four and a half for the New Orleans Pelicans. Over. I'm taking the over as well. I think there'll be 45, 46, 47 wins. Zion Williamson coming back. C.J. McCollum. As I've said so many times, the pick and roll is going to be lethal. And you throw Brandon Ingram in there, Jonas Valanciunas. Yeah. Jesus. All Ooh. right, Cleveland Cavaliers, 47 and a half. Over. There's, they're way too low. 47 right. and a half. I agree. I'm taking the over in that one as well. Toronto Raptors, 45 and a half. This is a, this is a uh, interesting one. I think I'm going to go the over on this one, too. Uh, picked up Otto Porter. Uh, they're expecting a lot out of uh, Precious Chua. Um, I love Spicy P. I love Fred Van Fleet. I love OG Ananobi. I love Gary Trent. I love a lot of players on this team, obviously. I still love Scotty Barnes. I'm not even done with their roster yet. I like this team. And Nick Nurse is an awesome head coach. I think he – I mean, this team nobody even remembers was the fifth seed last year, and they were 48-34. and 34. Right. I, think they, I think they can easily repeat that. I think these next two are really, really interesting. Oh, God. Los Angeles Lakers. Actually, we'll save them for last. The Atlanta Hawks, 45 and a half. Picking up DeJounte Murray, paired with John Collins, Trey Young, Clint Capella. This is hard as hell. Um. I'm taking the under. I don't think okay. they fit. I don't think DeJounte and Trey fit. Trey doesn't move off the ball. I'm sorry. You can try to get him to. He does not move off the ball. He's incredible with the ball. He can average 30 a game with it, but I just I don't think that executes to winning right now, especially in this Eastern Conference. He took the under? Yeah. They were 43-39 and 39 last year. So that's three wins? Yeah. I'll give him a 46 and 40, uh, 36 record. Okay. Somewhere in there. So I'll, I'm going to take the over. It took me a second to get yeah, there. Yeah, that, that, that one's a difficult one to gauge because obviously we haven't seen it on the court yet. But I think DeJounte Murray will significantly help their defense. And when I mean significantly, I mean significantly. They're going to give more minutes to Neko Kongwu this year. Um, you got rid of that insane amount of shooting guards you had and off guards and Kevin Herter and all those guys. You got rid of all of them this offseason. Um, I, I think they can get 46. Same number. Final team, Los Angeles Lakers, 45 and a half wins. I'm taking the under on this for so many reasons. The rest of the roster outside of the big three is absolutely terrible, in my opinion. Pat Bev is, was a good pickup. That was it. I look at Winnie and Gabriel. I look at Austin Reeves. I look at the rest of their G League roster, and I'm not there with it. Lonnie Walker does not affect winning. LeBron James will be an MVP slash scoring title talks, but Russ does not fit with him. Anthony Davis did not touch a basketball for two to three months. So, yes, I'm not high on the Lakers. I like Lonnie Walker. I do, too. And I, I like Thomas Bryant, they, too. They can be a 500 team. I don't think 45. 41 wins. and 41 is what I was about to say. I mean, we're so. talking about them and the likes of the Toronto Raptors, who made the playoffs last year, the Atlanta Hawks, who made the playoffs last year. The Lakers didn't even make the plan. I know. I, I got them at 41 and 41. And so. the fact that the Pelicans, their over-under, is lower than the Lakers is absolutely ridiculous. Blasphemous. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right. That wraps the NBA segment. 
after these words, we're going to get into our biggest takeaways from the NFL weekend and the best of college football, including Cooper saying that USC is winning the national championship. Cap, hi, Toddy. <laughs> What's up, y'all? We just hit 50,000 subscribers, so you know what that means. Another merch drop. I got my favorite piece on right here from the drop, but we also got hoodies and sweatshirts in all colors and sizes, so y'all make sure to tap that link in my bio, and let's get to 100K. Grizzlies fans, what's up? Every Thursday at 11 a.m., me and Coop's Grizz Talk premieres, and we talk about every jaw dropper, every Desmond Bain three, and every Jaron Jackson block. So y'all be sure to tune in weekly to never miss a beat on your Memphis Grizzlies. Go Grizz. Let's get it. Welcome back to the HSP. It is NFL time. Coop, kick us off with your biggest takeaway from the game, or from this weekend. Chino Smith is better than Russell Wilson. Shut the fuck up, dude. I'm, I'm dead. Have you not seen that stat? Yes, uh, I've seen. Yes. So uh, obviously, this is gonna be rounded numbers. I'm sorry. We did the, say last, or I did say last. We gotta take Baker. You take a lot of people over us. You literally said it. I last take week. Baker over a lot of people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. Mr. Progressive commercial over there. But no. Uh. I'm gonna fudge these numbers a little bit. But like, he has. 10% more completion percentage. I think it's like it's set 67 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Geno Smith does. He has like 200 more passing yards. Uh, I think a few eight, eight touchdowns to five touchdowns and then two interceptions to one interception. So, like, the only thing he's worse than is the interceptions. Oh, my god! And they're two and two. Beat beat the team that I was – I, I kind of thought the Lions would win this game. Uh, mm-hmm. The Broncos are two and two, and so are the Seahawks. So – uh, obviously, that was my only takeaway. I just loved that game. It was a super fun game. Uh, Saints are in utter, utter, utter despair. Coaching staff is terrible. And obviously, I know you didn't have Alva Kamara, Michael Thomas, Jameis Winston. I know you didn't have any of those guys, but this team is in shambles right now. Um, Eagles are legit. Seahawks and Lions, the fact that they scored 48 and 45 points is absolutely incredible, man. It is. Um my biggest takeaway from the weekend is I am going to do it right now. I'm recanting two weeks after I say that Dallas Cowboys will not win seven games. I'm recanting that statement. They are three games away, ladies and gentlemen. Cooper Rush is 4-0 as a starter, 3-0 and this season. They are 3-1 and and second in the NFC East. Absolutely incredible what Cooper Rush has done to keep this team afloat. Yes, I get it. it's only a win only against the Commanders, but the Bengals are the defending AFC champion or AFC yeah. champions, and the Giants. I mean, they're a solid team this year. So three and one. Yeah, I think I'm happy for Cowboys fans. I was happy to recant that statement. I responded by, "Would you sit Dak Prescott the rest of the year?" In my opinion, you sit him until Cooper loses. Because if I'm looking at next year, Dak just have a full another year, get healthy. Ezekiel Elliott, his contract, I believe, will be off the books. You'll surround him with more weapons. You can cut him this year for a good cap. Exactly. Cap. Oh. Yeah, and, and I'm just saying, if Cooper Rush keeps winning like this, even if he loses a game and if he's like 5-1, and 6-1, why change it? That's my opinion, and risk another injury to your $160 million quarterback. I, I think it's more uh, don't bench Cooper until Dak is healthy. Um, you have no reason to rush him back now. Like, yeah. there's no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So what? You're playing the Rams and you're playing the Eagles next week. So what? Mm-hmm. Do not rush. I mean, they uh, they already posted that it's not out of the realm of possibilities that Dak could play against the Rams, but the grip of the ball is still an issue. Yeah. Why if, rush him? Exactly. Why rush him? Cooper Rush has been playing fine. I do think 
his numbers are a little bit inflated solely on the fact that I think they're protecting Cooper Rush a little bit more, which is something that I pray they would do for Dak. They, be nice, yeah. The difference is they're like, Dak, go out there and throw it 40 times. We're, we know you're capable of it. Mm-hmm. Win us this game. They don't – we're very balanced right now. We're running the ball. We're passing the ball. Play action off the run. We're, we're literally probably like 30-30. If, mm-hmm. we're, if we're running 60 plays a game, we're like 30 pass, 30 runs. Exactly. Or maybe more runs than passes, which is benefiting Cooper Rush because right. he's not – Giving the ability, given the ability to make more mistakes. So obviously, as a Cowboys fan, I love the fact that we're three and one, despite the fact that Week One I was saying please tank for any playmaker whatsoever. Um, all it took apparently was Ceedee Lamb dropping one pass against the Giants, like the easiest pass. He came back catch. this week, Dude, man. He played well. He put on a clinic against William Jackson, and uh, my word, like I mean, he literally came out just to do a little post, but he faked him so hard that he went like it was a corner around the end zone. And he went right in the end zone, like mm-hmm. nobody within seven yards. Um, so I'm of the opinion that you don't, uh, until Dak is fully healthy, you do not rush him back. Cause this is the same injury that Drew Brees had a few years ago where he tried to come back five weeks after it happened and he, the grip was not there. Uh, yeah, I'd have to agree with you. Um, I'm going to pivot real quick to the AFC, a team, a guy you're just talking about, Russell Wilson. Um, he gave the Vegas Raiders their first one of the year. Derek Carr got a win. <laughs> Um, of course, Derek Carr did have zero touchdown passes in this. Russell Wilson was sacked three times. Javante Williams, Torres. I believe, has a season-ending injury. ACL and LCO or whatever else, else uh, whatever LL. <laughs> there's tough, so many. Man. There's so many ligaments in the knee. Absolutely tough. On the other side, in the backfield, Josh Jacobs, 28 awesome. rushing attempts for 144 yards. Yep. Devontae Adams, nine receptions for 101 yards. These weapons showed up on yep. Sunday. Um, let's go to the Sunday night game. Got no bigger than Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady. And my God, Pat Mahomes, that Super Bowl was on his mind, wasn't it? He was angry. Yeah. Um, he was out there doing crazy things. They destroyed them. This was a way more – like there was way more points in the score in this game than I thought there would be. I mean, right. 72 combined points was kind of insane. The over-under was literally at 47. <laughs> so, uh, I definitely thought it was going to be a little bit more of a defensive type game, but uh, shows what I know. <laughs> I love it, man, and happy, happy for them, man. Yeah, thanks. Uh, also, shout out the Bills. Uh, I mean, that first half, the Ravens looked like they were about to like legit just stomp them. It was thirty to ten going into half. Yeah, and, uh, they they lost twenty three to twenty. Uh, had that moment in the game where, you know, now we've gotten to the point in uh, football where it's smarter to let a team score uh, a touchdown in the final minute of a game instead of stopping them at the goal line because uh, the Bills literally need the ball three times and took all their timeouts and then kicked a field goal with no time left on the clock. Um, So, learning curve. Madden is bleeding into the NFL. (laughs) thousand percent. (laughs) Uh, Final takeaway, the Eagles and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jags hung around, man. Yeah, and, uh, you know, this game wasn't on TV and I didn't have red zone, uh, so I didn't get to watch it. but it, they jumped out to a 14 to nothing lead, and I was like, oh, my gosh. These Jags are legit going to win. Uh, I bet you I was like, had a massive erection. Oh, yeah, yeah I did. Um, and then uh, all of a sudden, I have to give you props. Did you did you see this box score? Go ahead. Did, did you see it, though? Go ahead, man. You were right about Trevor Lawrence. The turnovers do not just go away. Yeah. Four, four, and I repeat, 
four they fumbles st- lost. In they this still game. damn near won the game. Yeah, I, I do think the Jags were good. Doug, do Doug Peterson has that team in the right legit. direction. It's just the mistakes. Yeah, man, and I mean they're fine. Five turnovers combined for him this week. One interception and four fumbles. The interception was in the red zone. Um, you can't give the ball away like that, especially to a. F- I mean, this team was undefeated coming into it. You don't need to help this team. I mean, shout out Miles Sanders. He started out really hot this year. Um, Jalen Hurst didn't have his best game, but he still uh, kept the turnovers to a minimum. Uh, they only had one, and it was an interception. So, and they ran the ball for 210 yards. So, yeah, shout out the Eagles. Resilient. You th- who wins that division? You still confident in the Eagles? I mean, I picked the Eagles to be the Super Bowl team. Like my Super Bowl pick out of the NFC, so I'm going to kind of ride with that. Shout out Jalen Hurts. Shout out you for not being a biased Cowboys fan. Shout out you for that, man. I'm a realist. Like, you know how you're realistic with the, the Vols and the Titans? Yeah. I'm, like, over-realistic with the Cowboys, and I still stand on my crown of they won't win a Super Bowl until Jerry Jones retires. But then again, Stephen Jones is worse than Jerry, so, like, it'll probably be even longer after that. I won't live to see the next Cowboys Super Bowls. I'll just say that. <laughs> Understandable. Understandable. Until Jerry Jones... I'll be wildly excited Leaves. when we win, though, yeah. if it happens in my lifetime. Let's move into college football, man. Yeah, AP you know Top 25 every Tuesday. This is what we get into. Of course, we're going to talk about your Let's old go. mess Rebels. Let's go. First, we do have move- we have movement up top, man. Yeah, Alabama overtook Georgia at the number one spot. Dude. I think it's rightfully so. What the hell was Happened that? Georgia. What is that? I'm literally, dude, chilling, watching the Braves beat the Mets. I got. I don't know what football game we had on. To be honest with you, I think we were watching the night LSU was not supposed to be that good. It ended up being absolutely amazing. And then we see across the bottom, like they do a take and they go, Missouri 13 to nothing. I said, What? I was like, That's wrong. I was like, They said that wrong. They they missed that. Sure. What the heck, dude? 13 to nothing. That's, that's Missouri's not- one of the worst teams in the entire SEC. Yes. Worst team, one of the worst teams in the SEC East. I think Vanderbilt could compete to beat them. Yes. But then I'm sitting here watching this game. I'm like, Georgia might lose. Yeah. I think, like, the difference between last year and this year, last year, the top teams, there was basically no weakness whatsoever. Georgia had no weakness. They were awesome. Their only weakness was potentially Stetson Bennett, and he obviously shut shut that down real quick. Mm -hmm. This year, I look at Bama. I don't see the receivers like the previous years. I see really good running back. Uh, Bryce Young's injury, we don't know much about that right now, but that backup quarterback, my word, he is fast. I, but keep, I, I keep looking at Ohio State, Ohio State, man. But I'm going to get to their weakness. Georgia's weakness right now is they have no run game. None. What is that? None. I have never seen a Georgia team not be able to run the football, mm. efficiently at least. Mm. This team uses Brock Bowers as a running back because they have no good running back. I've never been able to say Did that. Did you see Brock Bowers' hairline? No, I didn't. Nah, but, dude, I, dude, I love Brock Give up, man. I love Brock Dude, it's a peninsula out there. Oh, dang. Tough scene. Shout out my boy. He's, he's only like 20, f- 21. No, he, he might be 20. He's 21 pushing 42, my guy. <laughs> Shout out Brock uh, if I'm If I am the Cowboys, though, Brock Bowers is your guy. Like, my word. He's awesome. Um, but the Cowboys, like, um, never mind. Go ahead. But I think Ohio State's defense is going to cost them a game. You think so? Yeah, dude, their defense. Their defense isn't great. But I'm just looking at the top three. I'm like, there's no, like, far and away team better. I think it's good for football, though. I, no, I love it for football. Michigan keeps winning, too. They're, they're yeah, they, Iowa, good Clemson, test. Clemson, they, they found Shocked. a way. Yeah. 
They found a way I'd, to beat NC State. Yeah, five and zero for Clemson. Um, Shut six up. is where it gets interesting, man. My USC Trojans, they just keep rolling, dude, and rolling. And I, can I, we please I, talk I, about this? I look at the top five teams, and you could say Caleb Williams is the best quarterback out of all of them. I think Bryce Young is, and CJ Stroud. I think Caleb Williams is better than CJ Stroud. Stop. I'm kidding. I was about to, I was I'm about to say, no, come on Stroud. now. That was a little aggressive. Top three quarterback, though. Come on now. I couldn't tell you who Michigan's quarterback is. Yeah, I think he's better than Stetson Bennett. And then, yeah, I'm better than DJ Uyunglele. Yeah, but top three quarterback, man. You got a shot. With that uh, receiver from Pitt. Yeah, Jordan Addison's awesome. And but, if we've learned anything, all three of those teams are beatable, and USC, I think, can catch any one of those teams. They just cannot get caught. They have to y- win every damn game. USC is the most beatable out of those teams, though. That's, that's Their fair. defense is atrocious. That's fair. Your offense is up there with best in the NCAA, but your defense is atrocious. And you rely on kind of how the Cowboys relied last year in the NFL. A lot of turnovers. I hate to break it to people, especially Cowboys fans. You're not getting as many turnovers, but you're playing better. Right. Like, obviously, turnovers are a great thing, but, like, just if you get turnovers, that doesn't classify you as an incredible defense. Mm -hmm. They're not giving up as many third-down conversions. They're not committing as many penalties, but they're also not getting as many turnovers. Mm -hmm. But they're stopping people. I mean, they haven't given up over 20 points in any game this season, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. But they're not getting as many turnovers, which people look at as a bad thing. USC gets turnovers, so they've won ball games. I mean, I still look at the Oregon State game. You you had to get four interceptions off the dude just to beat him by three points. Arizona State's garbage, and Emory Jones is a running back at quarterback, and they still scored 25 points on you. I think Washington State, I think they beat Washington State. I do think it's a little bit closer, and obviously this is a preview, which we do on Fridays, but um, – just looking at their next few weeks, I think they're opportunistic enough to take advantage of Cameron Ward's uh, occasional interceptions. Um, but they have got to sure up their defense before I can stand on your side and say they're going to go 13-0. and Before we're going to end this whole conversation off talking about Cooper's Ole Miss Rebels, they had a big <laughs> win over Kentucky. I just want to do some quick hitters real quick. LSU, not ranked, made it 25. Cincinnati made it not ranked at 24. My Mississippi State Bulldogs, Bulldogs wiped the floor with Texas A&M. Heck They're yeah. at 23. Syracuse at 22. Like Washington fell all the way to 21 after losing to UCLA, which was shocking. Speaking of UCLA, not ranked. They're now 18th in the country. DTR looked incredible against Washington. Outplayed Michael Penix all the way around. And KU, Kansas, Rock Chalk, Jayhawk, non-ranked, 5-0, and sitting there at 19th. They have a showdown with 17 TCU, who is also game day. Cannot wait, man. And game day is going to Kansas. They are. Yeah, from Good. TCU at Kansas. That's, that's where it should be, man. I, I can't wait to see that. Yeah, shout out Kansas. Who would have thought? See that. Oh my! How the tables have turned. My Tennessee Volunteers at number eight. Your Ole Miss Rebels at number nine. God, I wish our two teams played this year. Not oh, only for the sake of the show, but for the sake of football fans around the country. The only product that Tennessee put on the field last year was ketchup and mustard bottles. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's not wrong, though. <laughs> I felt good. I think Tennessee is, honestly, a conversation with USC after last week. They had a Can great a question, week sitting on the couch watching other teams struggle. We've yet to do so. What is your? What is Tennessee's best win? Um, I just want to hear your thoughts. It's either I mean it's Florida. Or, it, we haven't played like we haven't played great teams, but I think Florida and Pitts are good wins. So Pittsburgh 
lost to Georgia Tech this past Saturday. Okay. So you're still going to claim that as a good win? I think Florida's a solid win, man. With the way Anthony Richardson played, yes, I think that's an amazing win. Okay. For a team that's beat you 16 in the last 17 years, yes, I think that's a crazy No, that is a good win. It was a good win. It's a good rivalry game win. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if we can hang that out. Pittsburgh After lost to Georgia Tech. Georgia this weekend, I feel yeah. okay. No, that's true. And every team can get caught. But yeah. by Georgia Tech. Yeah. <laughs> Georgia Tech sucks, dude. They are bad. And, and it's magical because, like, they get blown out by Ole Miss when they have their coach and they fire their coach and they beat Pittsburgh. So I think you could even argue if Georgia Tech have fired their coach earlier, you know, is Ole Miss sitting there at the nine slot? Did they have that ranked matchup Saturday? You know, you never know. <laughs> Let's celebrate, man. Happy for you, bro. Happy we hit, for thank you. you. Thank you. you had a top 10 win. Top 10 win. All I got to say. Talk about it. You're sold on say. Jackson Dart now. Not, Will Levis. Not sold on Jackson Dart, but I'm going to start with that boom. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try to be as just tame to front as I this, can, bro. You literally would not stop texting me about how great Will Levis looked. Stop, <laughs> stop. Go ahead. Tee off, man. You deserve it. Y'all I win. I'm not gonna tee off, but listen, here, here's my listen, thing, folks. I don't fully understand the NFL hype for Will Levis. I don't. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm looking at his stats: 18 to 24, 220 yards, and two touchdowns. If I'm just box score watching, that's not bad. It's not bad. Not uh, bad. Nine carries for negative nineteen yards and two fumbles. Bad, bad. Um, three of his passes were negative three yard screenplays that Ole Miss let go for sixty yards on one of them, thirty yards on the other one, and like thirty five yards on the other one. Not bad. So that's one hundred twenty five yards that his all he had to do was just toss it out to the flat and let his playmaker go make a play. League him. Not my NFL quarterback. Not my NFL quarterback. Cooper Rush is better than this bum. And I'll die on that hill. I will die on that hill. Broncos Russ is better than this bum. Name a team that actually wants to bank their franchise on this bum. Mayonnaise drinking coffee bum. Sorry. Chris Rodriguez is awesome for this team. They'll win a lot more games. That Brown. I don't think they will. I think it's going to be another Kentucky year. Let's start four and zero, and then finish lose six and six. Yeah, six lose six. four of our last six. Another eight and four year. Well, let's just here. Let's just do this real quick. Just just for Kentucky purposes. Then I'll hit on Ole Miss. They beat South Carolina. Do you disagree or agree? I could see South Carolina. But come that on, game. stop I'm it. Spencer Rattler's garbage. I promise you, you're not in the SEC East. You don't pay attention to them every year. It's the same shit. 4-0, and then they finish 8-4. and four. They lose four of their last six. It doesn't uh, matter who they finish it with. Mississippi State. I think they lose. At Tennessee. Lose. At Missouri. With the way they played against Georgia, could. I think they win, though. Uh, home against Vandy. Win. Home against Georgia. Loss. Yeah. Home against Louisville. Win. It's a rivalry game. Dude, Louisville lost to Boston College. Malik Cunningham <laughs> can go off. Fair enough. But I, I'm just – and all things to be – like, as non-biased – It's not a double-digit win team, I'll tell you that. No, I, don't, I, I agree. But as a non-biased Ole Miss fan as I could be, uh, Kentucky did everything imaginable to lose that game. Talk about your running game, man. I was watching the Jenkins kid or whatever the hell his name is. Keyshawn Jenkins. 
back to back SEC me, freshman of the week. You have me. Keyshawn Jenkins. Yeah. Also, shout out Micah Pettis. Nobody else will know that name, but he started his first game at Ole Miss at right tackle, filling in for our, our center was not playing this game, so we had to move to do some rotating You're chairs. You're a real deal fan, calling out right tackles after beating Kentucky. Well, Started his very first. This was his very first start at Ole Miss at right tackle. He graded out at a 95 PFF grade. Um, missed no assignments according to PFF, which I don't know how much I put stock in PFF, but also earned SEC lineman of the week. So shout out uh, Michael Pettis for his first game. Um, I'm gonna start with Jackson Dart, please, because you said stop talking about offensive tackles. <laughs> I'm just gonna, <laughs> for those of y'all out there. I am a full nerd. I just want y'all to know that. No, I, I, I really it. do enjoy Pro geeking out on focus. these. Shout out to them. Um. I'll start with Jackson Dart. Didn't miss an assignment. <laughs> he didn't. He actually was crazy as they were actually wrong. He did miss an assignment very early in the game, but it was just. <laughs> I, I'm just telling you what Pro Football Focus said. But I, Cooper's eyes noticed the missed assignment because uh, Cooper's eyes notice a lot of things. Yeah, they do. The text chain here. Uh oh. I don't think I was crazy this text chain. If I'm being honest. Um, I remember I was sitting at the I was sitting at the state Uh-oh. game. And what did I, say? I, I I showed something to my boy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Did I say not my NFL quarterback? Are you watching this? Because explain to me how that was a completed pass. <laughs> and I said, well, he went for it on that fourth and goal, and Lane went for it and didn't get it. Uh, and then you gave an explanation of why you wouldn't have a very good explanation. You go, hell yeah, damn right, in all caps. Will Levis ain't my NFL QB mother effers. <laughs> <laughs> Not my NFL QB. Game, just, game should have been over. They don't. And then he started bitching about a face mask call. There Proud was of my a face boys, mask call. Even Dart. Dot. 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 I'm not fully sold Will on. Will Levis ain't my NFL QB. Mother. <laughs> in all caps. Did you like that one? I'm here for it. Um, Dart made some really good plays. There was one play in particular where they sent like a zero blitz, and you had Malik Heath running across the field, and he just like we don't have to name him, but that's dude cool. Malik Heath was awesome. But he back foot lobbed it to the sideline. Uh-huh. It was it's beautiful. But like it's plays like that that get me excited. And then there's plays like at the end of the half, we're going down to score points. He literally stares down Jonathan Mingo coming on a dig route. Uh, Jaquez Jones, the linebacker for Kentucky, who was a transfer from Ole Miss, is literally sitting in his own. And he's literally reading Jackson Dart's eyes the entire way, and he literally just picks the ball off. He threw it right to him. Mm. So, like, there's still things like that where I think he hones in on a receiver too early, and I think it will cost us. So, because for those of y'all that don't remember, I am a massive Ole Miss fan. Um, Matt Corral did that a lot his first year. Um, yeah, he had a rough go his first couple of years. And I remember a game where he had six interceptions. By the way, this is my first time watching Jackson Dart. What the hell is that on his right eye? That oh. is the most unnecessary sh- I've never this, seen that. The stripe. The kid paints his eyelids to Dude, go along with it. Like, he's a huge Star Wars fan. So he does it for Anakin Skywalker. That's literally the reasoning. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But did you did you see those jerseys and the helmets? I like y'all's white helmets better than those, to be honest. Dude, but they, you have to admit, they were pretty dope. They're all right. They were like, like spray painted with powder blue. No, I do I love like the white the helmets. Whites. I love the all whites. Yeah. They need to bring those back. White. But uh, I wish State would go back to white. Shout out Malik Heath, transferred from Mississippi State, said he hated cowbells, came over to the good side. Um, shout out our defense, though. Can we, like, as much fun as offense is fun to talk Jayden about. Jaden Wally is better than him. 
No, he's not. Ra Ra Thomas is better than him. Who the hell is Ra Ra? That's a made up name. Stop. No, did you not see his moss catch in the LSU game? Look no. up Ra Ra Thomas. Do your research, man. Because that moss catch. <laughs> Do LSU. your research, man. Damn. Ra Ra Thomas. But did you see the Bryce was did you see the Ra-Ra. Liberty? Did you see the Liberty one handed catch? Yes, bro. My Insanity. word. Insanity. Insane. Ra Ra Thomas. Yeah. Right. But that's all I gotta say. Just Shout out my Ra Ra Thomas LSU. And also to name another guy, Emmanuel Forbes. Our corner is better. Shout than out Luke him. Keith. No, he, they played two different positions. Stop. It. Austin Williams is better than Malik Heath. Stop. He got no PT, man. Stop. Absolutely no PT. Will Rogers, another uh, massive, massive. Is that beat. it? Was it? Is that really it? it? Oh, I see it. Yeah, yeah. Just a little moss, real quick. That was pretty good. LSU's a rad team, and y'all lost. Shout out Manuel Forbes, man. He's one of the funnest guys to go to the bars with. Super down to earth. <laughs> Me, him, and a buddy. We just got. We had a time last year. Uh, what was the running back that you always saw that we always got to see when we were sitting there eating panda? Oh, uh, Kylan Hill. Kylan. Shout out Packers. Kylan Hill. Yeah, shout, shout out, out Kylan. Kylan. Dude, he would literally always just be chilling in there, but we'd be eating our panda <laughs> stuff in our face. Emmanuel Forbes literally always goes out in a letter lettersman jacket. And he just sits on the bar and just chills. He's the coolest guy. Jane Wally, of course, is like in a camo. Like naturally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I'm proud of my Rebels. They still got a lot of work to you do. Um, shout out thank, to Mississippi schools, man. Yeah, shout out Mississippi schools. I'm just thank God people are people are still gonna. I think my biggest issue and takeaway is the commentators. Ole Miss went up 14 to nothing. They still found a way to ride Will Levis's PP the entire game. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. He. He breaks his finger and gets a safety. Man, Will Levis is just out here dogging. That's what I heard. This man's still bitching about Will Levis. It is the funniest thing. To I can't me. stand Will Levis. I absolutely am here for it. It is so funny. Like I, I, I think he's overrated, but I'm not like that mad at it. But the fact that how much you hate him is so damn funny. It's right? just annoying. Like we're up fourteen to nothing, and you're still talking about Will Levis. <laughs> Granted, obviously the score got very close, but like. Oh God. I promise you when I'm editing this year, I'm like watching it back on YouTube. I'm going to die laughing. <laughs> Sorry, it's going to be funny. I'm just not expecting you to say PG. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it PG. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Uh, have y'all been playing well in trivia? By the way, after every uh, episode that drops on Wednesday, uh, Cooper plays trivia because we recorded on Tuesday. I'm going to go with you next week. I promise you. Bet. Stamp that. I'm not Bet. going this week. Next week, I promise. Hold me, hold me to it. Bit, bit. No, where's, we where's we almost got third one? last week. It's okay. at Brookhaven Pub. Brookhaven. I've never been to Brookhaven too. So oh, I'm gonna get I think it. you'll like it. Yeah, I think you'll like it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a wrap. You got anything else? No. Utah Jazz will win 14 games, less than 15 this year. That's what I have. Uh, <clears throat> they will win 25. <laughs> God. Actually, they're going to be 82 and 0. <laughs> Actually, but you know who will be? Just have no no idea. Generally, have no idea like what you see in this team. But do you know who will be eighty two and zero? Who? Big Memphis. Um, Big Memphis. Come back tomorrow for our Grizz talk. Yeah, come out for our Grizz talk, man. So much to talk about. All right, well, Coop. I hope you have a great night, my friend. Yes, sir. You too. Go Grizz. Go Grizz.